Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> and we started off with a little chime in from Lillaroo. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, incredible world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with me, Keisha Clark, and my very chatty this morning <laughs> co-host, Lillaroo was my special co-host last week. If you missed that episode, we were talking about animals are not crackers. You can check that out in the archives uh, on my page on Inspired Choices Network, Living Beyond Linear. Wow. Um, if it's your first time joining us, thank you for stopping by whenever, wherever, and however you're stopping by. I am so grateful for you um, checking us out and coming to play. For all of you who are coming to play on a regular basis, however that looks for you, thank you for being a contribution to this show, to these conversations, to me, um, to Lillaroo, um, to what we're all creating and co-creating together. Wow, I'm loving these conversations. I really feel very fortunate, blessed, and magical to get to have these conversations each week with all of you. And I thank you for playing with me. Um, <clears throat> pardon me, clearing my throat there just a moment. I am uh, Keisha Clark, as I said a few moments ago. <laughs> if you know nothing about me, um, in a nutshell, I am a happily unconventional change agent, and I am uh, playing in the fields of healing arts and divination arts, and I I call myself in, in many circles an intuitive medium facilitator and body worker, and I play with a whole lot of different energies, and it's a whole lot of fun. Um, and if you want to know a bit more about me, you can actually find a little more info in my bio on my host page on Inspired Choices Network. You can also play with me on Facebook. You can also play with me in person if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I frequent the Dallas Psychic Fair on the first Sunday of every month. It's in the Dallas area. You can look that up, Dallas Psychic Fair. I'm also going to be playing in Addison in just a couple of, wow, it's just in another week. It's the middle of October, 14th and 15th. Um, we'll be playing at the the Addison Health Expo, you can also Google that. Um, there's no special link because if you want to schedule a time with me, I am one of the vendors there, and you can do anything uh, that you want to do ahead of time with me directly, so you can just email me, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Um, I just, you know, I have the pleasure and privilege <laughs> of getting to have a whole lot of fun um, playing with all kinds of energies and communicating with all kinds of energies. I refer to myself as an energy linguist, among many other things. And that is over, mm, that's a collection of my experience and expertise in the last, oh golly, two and a half decades of the work I've been doing. So if you want to play a little bit more, as I say, you can find out more about me on my host page. You can email me directly and um we can play together if you want to. So for now, let's play on this show. Today is a bit of a continuation. I'm, I'm kind of picking up from a conversation we had a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, September the 15th episode, if you want to find that in the archives. Um, <clears throat> on my host page, you can just click the archives tab. 
the conversation we played with a couple of weeks ago was called Enemy Mind. And we were just kind of exploring, um, you know, have you made your mind the bad guy, <laughs> so to speak? And um, we were looking at what what is the mind? What are we really aware of? If we didn't buy into what everybody's saying, what what are we aware of? What do we really know about our mind, about collective mind, about the mind? And what are we willing to know? <laughs> what are we willing to be aware of? And there was something else after that show. It just kept waving at me. And I just basically kind of put it out into the ethers, um, you know, that if there was more to be played with, to let me know. And so I didn't, I, of course, I could have gone into having an investment about, well, if we're going to do part two, it has to be the next week. And I didn't have any of that. And there were other topics to play with in those weeks. And so <laughs> this week, we are now playing with uh, picking up on that conversation. And this week's topic is Game of Minds. Yes, I am <clears throat> a slightly late to the party Game of Thrones fan. And... <laughs> I'm having fun with that title. Um, it also just asks to be called that, so I follow the energy. Um, and so we are picking up a little bit, as I said, down the road from a conversation a couple of weeks back and playing with more about our minds. Um, so do you let people get inside your mind? Do you get inside other people's minds? Is this mind thing just a game we play? And just who gets to say who is in their right mind and who isn't? <laughs> One of my favorite quotes is by Steve Biko, and um, it is, the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. I'm going to repeat that. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. Yeah, that is part of the inspiration for this this week's Beyond Linear Adventure. And if you have half a mind to hang out with us for a while, <laughs> I wonder what you know about the game of minds. And yes, it is kind of fun to look at it um, through a sort of abstract filter of Game of Thrones, if you want to play along. Um, but I was also just struck by, as I was playing with the energy of this topic, I was really struck by how much um, we are, gosh, bombarded <laughs> with um, information and uh, many, many people's, as we like to call them, interesting points of view or their interesting perspective, where they're choosing to see things from. And, you know, this when we talk about the mind, um, I I am having this sense more and more here recently that there is just so much more to tap into and to include in our awareness when we are choosing to play and when we are creating. And so this whole game um, energy came up as I was looking at this um, after the the discussion we had a, a few weeks ago. And it was like I got the energy of this competition kind of thing. Um, and then uh, in light of also many of the events that are taking place around the world, um, there's this this energy being echoed, um, you know, uh, 
people are going crazy. You know, we're going crazy and we're out of our mind. And so, of course, um, one of the things that came up after the previous show, which I'm kind of surprised um, because if, if you know anything about me, you know I tend to go to the etymology um, dictionary pretty quickly. And ironically, which of course I love irony, um, I didn't do that for the previous episode. I wanted it to just be really off the cuff really tapping into the the energy that was showing up as we were having the conversation. So shortly after that conversation, I did go to Etymology Online. I did, I did do something in that show. Uh, there was something I referred to etymology with, but it wasn't actually the word mind. So after the show, I looked up the word mind in the uh, online etymology dictionary. So, of course, I'm going to bring that into the mix now. And I find this really intriguing. So let's see what what comes up for you as I share this. (laughs) So the word mind as a noun is actually saying, uh, according to Etymology Online, if you want to go look this up, that's that's fine. Um, The late 12th century, uh, from the Old English, uh, it's spelled G-E-M-Y-N-D, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. And it is referring to memory, remembrance, state of being remembered, thought, purpose, conscious mind, intellect, intention. Now that is kind of interesting, yes? Um, And another little piece here from the Old Norse and the German word, which is now archaic, um, this application. Actually, this is what it says. Love. Originally, memory. Loving memory. Now, that's very different from how we refer to mind today. Um, and then another one from the suffix form of the, this stands for something, it's an acronym, P-I-E root, which I can't tell you at this exact moment. It is to think. Um, and then with derivatives referring to qualities of mind or states of thought. So, wow, mental faculty, memory, one of the oldest senses, is now almost obsolete, except in old expressions such as bear in mind, call to mind, or the mind's eye. So, just let that kind of permeate your universe for a second. And now as a verb from the mid-14th century, here's what they're saying. It how it was used, meaning to remember, take care to remember, or to remind oneself, to perceive and to notice, that's from the late 15th century, to give heed to, to be careful about, Uh, and then a sense of object, uh, object to or dislike is from the 1600. So, and then uh, there is a negative use uh, with the word, if you say it with not, or meaning to not. It is to care for, to trouble oneself with, and that is also from uh, the 1600, as is uh, another way of using it, meaning to take care of or to look after, which is from later 1600s. Now, I think this is really fascinating, given that very few references to the word mind and very few ways the word mind is utilized today in in 2017 um, has to do with memory. And yet, a lot of the conversations around the word mind, um, we talk about things like consciousness 
and the mind. And something that I play with on a regular basis in the work that I do is oh, uh, I refer it to remembering. I refer it to tapping into um, the what, we, what I call beyond linear existence. And so this is pretty cool so far <laughs> for me. <laughs> and um, I want to play with the word memory. I want to play with applying that uh, to what we're playing with today. So, so if we were to look at it from the perspective of remembering, what does that shift for you with when you play with this kind of idea, with this this um, different way of looking at the mind and what our mind can do. Um, I've always had a sense that remembering beyond this existence um, is something that is possible having to do with our mind, that our mind actually doesn't have to be a limitation unless we make it that. And really when it, when we when i bring in this energy of the topic the wording of the topic today game of minds it it for me after having looked at the etymology of the word it for me it was like wow it's it really is like this game we're playing and it really depends on what we're willing to as i would say it remember or as many other people would say what we're willing to know so to know that we know, the things we already know, and I did show oh quite a while back, it's within this last year, um, about your knowing with a capital K, as I like to say, meaning you're beyond cognitive knowing, the knowing that you bring with you, the knowing that you're tapped into at all times. Um, it just depends on whether you desire to acknowledge that or not. So, so when we play with the word memory, um, a lot of us think of memory as something, you know, like things we think of from our childhood or um, conversations, you know, anything that we can remember. Now, if you look at the word remember, for me, there's an energy there of bringing something to the, the, your matter, your body, to put into the member, into the membrane of your body, to bring it into your conscious thought and your conscious awareness. Um, so to me, that's how I've played with the word remember for quite some time. And in part, that came from my awareness very early on, <laughs> even though I didn't really claim it out loud uh, until just a couple of years ago. But my awareness early on was that we have the ability to bring our, our memories forward, to include our memories of what we call other times and other places um, in our cognitive world, in our conscious world here in this lifetime. And that is something that just sort of naturally occurs for me. <laughs> for some people, it doesn't seem to show up that same way. And I, I get that each of us has a way that, that we function with regard to this. You know, we each have our way that energy moves and flows for us. We each have our way that we interpret energies. And that is according to 
what we're choosing to play with, how we're choosing to play, and and what we're choosing to acknowledge at any given moment. Um, it also, uh, I, in my world, in the way that I play, it also has something to do with what we choose to to bring in, what we choose to um, to put our attention upon, and to express, um, to develop in our in our gifts and capabilities, um, and that comes. For me, that comes from just some of my own experience in the healing world. Um, is we each seem to bring certain things. It's like we we went through the buffet line and we uh, got to pick out some of the primary energies we wanted to really play with when we were preparing to come into a body to play with a body. Um, so, and I'm not saying that that we have to have investment on how that is. <laughs> this isn't really about creation or evolution or anything about that. It's just I get that we each bring things with us to play with, to to play to really um learn or further our ability to interpret and communicate energetically, whether we're calling that language, physical communication or like nonverbal communication, um or whatever we're calling it, psychic, clairvoyance, clear whatever um mediumship all of that there is for me that comes under a general kind of umbrella of communication <clears throat> with the various energies and um some people refer to them as the subtle energies uh i do find them to be very subtle in many cases <laughs> so <clears throat> so what do you have a sense of when we play with remember as uh referring to the mind and to our minds, it kind of brings, or or I could say it kind of opens, for me, it, there's a sense of it, it opens up some more space to explore. And it really brings it into our own personal choosing, which it always is. Life is always about our choosing. Um, but when I read this, it, one, it really resonated for me. And two, it really, I, I got this sense of more space to just like experiment with, wow, if I was willing to remember more than I've even ever been willing to be aware of, what could I know in this moment? What could I have at my disposal in this moment? What awareness could I have? And it was, for me, that's a lot of fun. I love to explore um, this way. And when I'm working with people, uh, when they come to me for readings, um, I know that that's one of the questions I'm playing with is what's here, what is relative in the entire spectrum of this person's existence, this being's existence, what's pertinent to the question mark they have in their life right now? And that's where I tend to start uh, a session with. And... So it, it, I'm aware that we have so many things we're aware of and that we can tap into. And it's really about what's relevant to the question that's up right now for each of us. That's that's a starting place that I like to, to use. So, and what I see a lot is when I'm doing a reading, um, I see the the sort of the wheels turning I, I like that expression i and and there's something that will that occurs and i don't really have a name for it but it's this there's a moment for so many people that i'm 
that I get to play with, um, that this new awareness comes up, and it is almost like an aha, I remember. And I think that's so fascinating that we can reach across time and space parameters, and we can actually find pieces of awareness, pieces of our wisdom, pieces of our existence. And it's as though we just, we can choose to reintegrate that into our cognitive or conscious awareness in this moment, in this time and space. And that to me is so cool. (laughs) Um, So what does that have to do with Game of Minds? Well, we're going to play a little bit more with bringing all of these elements together um, and then we just might, you know, spread them all out again. Who knows? Um, I have no investment that we find a quote-unquote answer with this conversation. That's not what it's about. I really want to play with the exploration. So what are we willing to remember? And what are we remembering that we have not yet acknowledged? And what's here for us to play with in the game of minds? And what else would like to be discovered and acknowledged today in the time we have left for this conversation this morning? So you are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my beautiful little co-host, Lillaroo, who's here right next to me. Um, we are on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm so grateful you're here playing with me, as I said, whenever, wherever, and however you're doing it. And we will be back right after this break. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class, who struggles to connect, who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. Hey, hey, welcome back. Did you have a fun little dance break? <laughs> um, I am Keisha Clark. We are here on Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, and we are talking today about 
Game of Minds. Hmm. If you're just joining the show live, um, check out the replay. <laughs> It'll be on the in the archives tab of my host page here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, we're playing with the energy of remembering. Uh, being the essence of how the word mind was really utilized uh, starting around the 14th, no, starting really around the 12th century, according to Etymology Online. And um, before the break, I was just kind of playing with what do you remember? What are you willing to remember? And what the heck does that have to do with Game of Minds? Well, I wonder if um, if those who are willing to remember actually are able to have a little bit of, well, let's put it this way. They're able to allow more things to work to their advantage in this lifetime or when we come here to play. It doesn't have to be this lifetime. It could be really any lifetime. Um, <laughs> any lifetime that they're, you're willing to have your awareness of what you know and to be remembering um, rather than to just have this kind of conclusion that your mind is a terrible thing or that your mind is a limiting thing. Um, I hear so many speeches, so many people do presentations about the limitations of our mind. And there's just this something that kind of like, oh, it just niggles me when I hear these conversations. It's like, but there's something else we're not even addressing so what do I know? <laughs> what am I aware of? Um, and part of what I'm aware of is that there is more to this mind thing than just it being a limitation in our lives. Um, so this is not about making right or wrong. This is really about, okay, what do we know and are we willing to acknowledge it? And so when we're talking about this this game, the energy of the game, um, Part of what I see here on this planet that we've that we've played with and we've chosen for oh my gosh eons so far um, is we have a long history of comp of really competing with each other and while I could say you know it's we don't have to be in competition with each other what I'm aware of is that we go into competition with each other quite a bit. And part of what I notice is that there is a way uh, to navigate this world, this life, and have so much of your awareness intact. My word, intact, my word. Um, and I see a lot of people choosing this. And what I what I notice is they are willing to have their um, their their memory, their their ability to tap into this, if you want to call it the collective memory or or if you want to consider it individual memory, that I don't have an investment on either. But they they're what I notice is they're willing to have their awareness of this remembering. They're willing to to tap into um, what else is available in their mind, with their mind. And they don't many of them, <laughs> they don't uh, function from this idea that that the mind is limiting. Um, and so when we look at it as if we were competing, 
what would you think would give you the upper hand? And yes, I use the word think purposely. <laughs> would give you the upper hand, so to speak, if you were going to choose to compete? Um, would it be strategy to take down your component in a physical way? Component, I'm sorry, your opponent. <laughs> what are the components of your strategy? Would it be a strategy to take down your opponent in a physical way? Um, and is that one of the ways that we actually make our mind a limitation? That we're trying to figure out strategy from a, a linear um, function, from a, a physical aspect, and that we're only trying to apply it in a physical way. Now, to me, yes, that, that resonates, that there's, there's a limitation built into that. When you bring something into only the physical aspect, you're limiting it to the physical expression. Um, if, however, we were to be willing to have our awareness of where people are functioning from and perhaps even be aware that, oh, we might have history with them, and just be, not to necessarily know, you know, oh, I have a lifetime from... 1765 and we were at war and they chopped off my head and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not about that specific kind of thing. It's really about, oh my gosh, we've spent a while being at odds with each other, you and I, you know, if that's your awareness. If it's your awareness that you were star-crossed lovers in 55 million lifetimes, that's another thing to be aware of and tap into and perhaps remember. It's, it's the becoming aware of it and the choosing to acknowledge it, however, that I know is what gives us an advantage or can give us an advantage. Now, I get that this sounds so incredibly woo, and I'm really okay with that. So if you're looking for like some kind of um, something that you can decide about this because it drives you crazy if you don't have an answer, I get that this might really be an uncomfortable conversation. And I am inviting you to stay with it, because this is part of how we create our mind as a limitation, which really limits what we can do in this game that we play. We create our mind as a limitation by looking for an answer, so that we can kind of write it off, right? But if you were willing to stay with something, and keep asking about that thing, or keep, or even bring in different questions altogether. If you're willing to play with what is there here for me to be aware of? What is here for me to know? What is here for me to utilize? What is it that you could then play with? And does that have to mean that that's a function of your mind or not? I don't have an investment either way. What I what I see happen a lot is that those who are willing to give up their choice, they're more likely to make up their mind in a way that is actually keeping them from having, uh, what do we call that? Let's just say it, it's a way of keeping them in a, a much more restricted box. It's like not even a big box that you can move around in. Okay. Um, 
this is interesting. This we have quite a bit of um, resistance around all of this. It's like we've decided what our mind is, and we're not going to look at this. You know, a lot of us, right? And I am perceiving that energy. It's very interesting. And I love this about us. We get to, you know, we we can say if we like something or we don't like something, and then from there we can basically create whatever experience we want to with it. So, <laughs> um, when when I look at the quote, the the quote from Steve Biko, um, the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. Now, does that do you get that? And that gives rise to this whole game thing. And and even though it plays out in very, oftentimes very bloody, very traumatic, very horrible things such as war and terrorism and devastation, yes, that's one option we can choose. Well, possibly three options we can choose um, in the way that we express this game. And it And yet it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to express that way. But there is, do you, do you really get the brilliance of this? Are you willing to see the essence of this quote, perceive the essence of this quote? The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. If you create a thought or latch on to a thought or a point of view, you could say, about anything, especially about being less potent or powerful than anyone else, or if you latch on to a belief, a thought, or a point of view that someone else has power over you, you put yourself in the, at the effect of their thoughts, their beliefs, their points of view. Now, is that fun for you? Yeah. And and it doesn't really in the world, you don't even have to get to the point of oppression. So many of us are so willing to give up our our choice to other people, to other entities, to organizations, to our companies, to um groups, different different groups or or foundations or who whatever, you know. Um what does it really create for us? Um, I did find it very kind of cool that when I was playing with looking for graphics for the show this week, I came across this image, um, <laughs> and I just love this. It's like I came across this image of uh, a chess game, and it's it's not necessarily a game. It's actually two rows of the pawns, um, the light-colored pawns and the dark-colored pawns. And in the center between these two aisles of the, or rows of the pawns, there is another uh, chess piece, and it has a crown on it. And it takes a moment for some of us to notice that the crown is on top of one of the pawns. <laughs> the crown is not on the piece in the chess collection that is actually the king or the queen. The crown is on a pawn. And I thought, how perfect that is <laughs> um, in this, in the energy of this conversation, it's like we can actually choose who we are and how we are and what we're about. And part of how I am aware we can be choosing that is we 
can choose to tap into the memory that we are greater than any thought or belief or point of view we could ever have or that anyone else could ever have. Right? What if we are greater? Are you willing to remember that? And when I say greater, it is, what if we are really more potent and more powerful than any thought, belief, or point of view that anyone could ever have about us or that we could ever choose to have about ourselves? Oh, my gosh. Just got kind of like full body chills, right? What if that's the game of minds? Those who are willing to remember those who are willing to have their awareness are the ones who get to really play with this and use it to their advantage. Now, here's the little, the little twisty bit that a lot of us have decided is not a fun part. There is no point of view by the universe on how we use it to our advantage. So for many people... The advantage they try to have is through force and violence. For many people, they choose force and effort because they've bought into that you have to have a physical dominance to be able to use this to your advantage. Is that really true? What are you aware of? What if it's not really about physical dominance? There are plenty of stories, and many of them have been made into movies. Even <laughs> Some of them are quite twisted and some of them are not, that have to do with the topic of who gets to outwit the other. So would you be willing to play the game of minds and get present with what you remember, with the memory that is available to you, you can always choose if you want to tap into it or not. It's just how willing are you to even knock on the door of this memory? You know, our brains are these incredible organs. And what I wonder is if the mind is, well, and I've said this on a number of occasions, but it's like, I'll put it into question form. It, is the mind a part of the the interface of the the essence of us and our bot and our physical expression of us a part of that interface between spirit and physical world is that where we can play more with our mind and does having our awareness have to mean we've we don't have our mind if we're not deciding that our mind is a limitation, what else is there to discover? And what if it doesn't have to be a physical thing? How often are we trying to make our mind something physical? Yeah? So I invite you to really play with this. And I use the word play. What if you made it like play? What if you let it be play for you? And... And how many of your investments of what it is supposed to look like can you let go of? That's We are all about that. <laughs> I am all about that with Living Beyond Linear. It's like 
if you let go of your need for a structure or your for the the requirement to put this into some kind of form or formula that makes sense then you really open up the space for whatever is showing up to actually present itself to you in a way that you can really get it. Yeah, I love this comment by Christine. She says, it's really wild how we made the mind everything, then swung the other direction, making it bad, and now feeling ease to create with it. Yes. What if our mind is not our enemy? And that's part of what I was exploring in the show two weeks ago, three weeks ago. What if the <laughs> making our mind the enemy is really how we let the enemy, quote unquote, <laughs> have its way with us? Because if we've made our mind something bad or limiting, or if we've just decided it has built-in mechanistic problems or it's problematic by nature, then what are we setting in motion in the creation of our own life? So this is not about living in your mind only, and it's also not about abandoning your mind altogether. It's really about being willing to have it. And this is the beautiful piece. And I'm going to leave you on a little cliffhanger <laughs> while we go to this next break. <laughs> the beautiful piece will be revealed. Well, there's lots of them. But the, the, one of the most beautiful things about this is uh, something that I will share with you when we get back from our break. You are listening to Living on Linear Radio Show. I'm Keisha Clark here with LilaRue and all of you. And I'm so grateful. And I will see you on the other side of the break. <laughs> What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613 613- 800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> okay, my pretties. So, what is this beautiful thing I was talking about before the break? Uh, welcome back, Forward Sideways, or however you got here, to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear Radio Show. And I'm Keisha Clark, and we're playing with Game of Minds today. So um, did you like that? I, I got to do a little cliffhanger. I love that. That's so fun for me. <laughs> so the whole thing that I am playing with, the whole, like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't have to be the whole thing. I don't have to have a great way to describe it. The the key element here, as I am seeing it and being aware of it and playing with it today, 
<laughs> is you get to choose how you respond. So if you've ever heard me talk about energy, which, yes, I know could technically be said I talk about it on every single show. <laughs> I am an energy linguist. So um, it's kind of challenging to not talk about it. And I know a lot of people do an eye roll when they hear the word energy now because it's like one of the, probably the most overused words. However, how else do I describe <laughs> the invisible thing you, you don't necessarily see with human eyes, um, but yet it is perceivable in so many ways. Um, so if you've ever heard me talk about my little like way that I understand energy, that I am acquainted with energy, is that the nature of energy is that it responds. It responds. Energy is data. Energy is information. All energy is information. You can be so aware of when a new little something shows up because you perceive the shift, the change, the modification. You perceive the energy change. You perceive that. A lot of us use the word feel. We feel it. And yes, our bodies are brilliant at assisting us with perceiving energies and interpreting energies. And oh my goodness, thank goodness for that. Um, <laughs> wouldn't be near as much fun, in my interesting point of view, <laughs> playing with bodies if they weren't so freaking brilliant and amazing. So the nature of energy is that it responds. And it doesn't require having a formula to respond through. So what if we could allow ourselves to tap into this remembering um, and respond in a way that is appropriate in each moment. Now, the word appropriate, we might want to make that mean something. For me, it's simply I'm applying it in the sense of what is appropriate to you? What is appropriate for you, for each of us in whatever moment? Because really, you kind of it's, it's sort of required that you do what works for you. Otherwise, you may find yourself sort of unhappy <laughs> if you're not doing what works for you. So your response is relative to what you want to choose and what works for you. The point is you get to choose how you respond. And I see this in our mind uh, as, as I apply it to today's topic. We get to choose whether we go into thinking or thought or formula or program or whether we simply tap into our awareness and we respond. And where do you perceive the greatest sense of potency for yourself in that? If you have to put it through a number of filters before you express it, your choice that is, so are, are you making it, are you requiring something to make sense before you'll choose it and before you'll express it? And if so, is that really working for you? And if you're one of the people who is totally capable of simply responding accordingly and having no investment that it has to make sense, would you be willing to now activate that? 
Would you be willing to utilize that capacity, that capability? It's not something we talk about <laughs> a lot, <laughs> openly. <laughs> and what if that's just part of the different you be? Part of the, quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes, the different you bring, that you are, that you have access to, that you can choose. And would you be willing to play with that? Do you choose to buy the idea, the belief, the point of view, the thought that you are at the effect of anyone else and that you have to be at the effect of? Do you have to give anyone power over you? Or are you willing to be present, to remember what is required, what is relevant to that moment and tap into what becomes possible. Mm, yeah. It's a very different way to function. And I love the question, what would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? What if we kept our awareness of that on tap? And what if our mind is a part of that? What if having our mind or being mindful is simply the remembering the having our awareness, our, our willingness, rather, to be aware of all that we could remember beyond this birth or this death, this lifetime. Are you willing to play with that? And I can totally hear <laughs> the yeah buts coming up and anywhere you have that. Would you just play with letting go of it? Would you play with, that's not going to be my parameter? Yeah, but is a really small parameter, my friends. <laughs> so this is where we get to play with the magic. This is where we get to tap into, oh my goodness, the, the more, the all of us, if we're willing to do it. And what if that's what gives you the advantage in this game? Are you willing to know that you get to choose how you respond to everyone and anyone and everything and anything in this world, in this universe? You get to choose. What if that's the whole point of playing with this whole mind thing, this mind game this game of minds. What if our our minds, in our minds, we are able to simply know we get to choose? What would it be like <laughs> to choose to have your awareness of everything you can tap into and then tap into it and choose it again and choose it again? And even in moments that you feel oppression or that you perceive someone attempting that, or even if you're in a situation where someone has a certain degree of power uh, or say over you for a moment, are you willing to still have your awareness of what you can remember? Are you willing to tap into that? This is really a choice game, my friends. And I wouldn't have said that five years ago. 
And the more I play with what I play with and who I play with and how I play, the more I get it. This really is about we get to choose how we respond. We can respond as though we are oppressed or we can respond as though we are unlimited and omnipotent. Yeah. So I invite you, my friends, to play with what you become aware of here. Play with this all crazy, all, well, just just play with this in any way you're willing to play with it. What have you made your mind mean or have to mean that has nothing to do with mind and the essence of the, the word, the energy of the word? And if you could remember with ease everything that would allow you to make a different choice, would you be willing to remember it? Would you be willing to tap into it? Would you be willing to know who you truly are? Beyond any identity, beyond any one else's say-so, beyond anything that would make sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yay, you guys! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being willing to play with this. Thank you for being willing to choose something out of the ordinary, out of the box, beyond linear. Thank you for not asking this to make sense. And anytime you go into it, just remind yourself, stop asking your life to make sense. Yeah. What if it's not required to make sense to you or anybody else? So if you are in the Dallas area coming up next weekend, I am, as I said, at the Addison Health Expo. You can Google that and find out information, or you can just email me, Keisha at Living Beyond Linear. I invite you to play with it this week, friends. What could you be tapping into the memory of you now that would allow you to have your power, your potency, and be present as more of you? Oh, my goodness. And from there, what could you choose? and create. I adore you. Make it a fun Beyond Linear week. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear radio show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week. Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. For more adventures,